Hello and a very warm welcome to episode 74 of the Sussex by the Sea podcast. A podcast that now covers local football in this great town of ours, as well as keeping up with all the frills and spills, highs and lows of my team, Hastings United. On the show this week, we're joined again by Leon Pettit, ESFL veteran, as we run through the Summer Combination, Mid-Sussex and East-Sussex Football Leagues, looking at the week that was. Then we're joined by Timothy Booth-Jones, as he gives his Tim's takes on yet another great victory for the Hastings United women. And finally, we're joined by Adam Smith, Hastings United Independent Supporters Club chair and Twitter guru, who talks about all the latest happening at the Supporters Club. Enjoy, grassroots fans. And now over to week five of the Hastings Report. Well, it gives me great pleasure to have Leon Petter, ESFL veteran, uh, here for week five of the Hastings Report. And we speak to Leon a uh, day after his birthday. Leon, how was your birthday, first of all? Yeah, it was a lovely, lovely weekend. Plent- plenty of drinks and, yeah, fun times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we, will, we will be talking about what happened on Saturday. But that's uh, for uh, equal well, show. No, you don't need to ruin my, my weekend. <laughs> my weekend started Saturday evening. <laughs> well... Anyway, uh, as I say, week five, I'm going to crack straight into it. So, uh, first of all, some uh, combination. Uh, we had Stunning Town beating Bexhill quite quite easily. Uh, 3-0, Grant Radmore and uh, Davon Downer scored for Stenning. I mean, I, I seem to remember you saying that was going to be a tough game for Bexhill. Yeah, tough, but didn't surprise they lost, really, by, the, by, that, by that margin. So um, yeah, obviously a bit of a blip for Bexhill, but I mean, you'd you'd rather have a blip, you know, this this stage of the season, and hopefully, hopefully bounce back and hit the ground running. Yeah, they're, they're next two. They've got um, Uckfield the next two games, haven't they? Cut, uh, yeah, cup, cup and league and... games. So especially the cup, especially, would be a chance for them to try and get back into the swing of things. You know, if there's, there's not too much pressure, really. So. So yeah, 106 watched the game. Um, I did see some some of the chaps that are big Bexhill fans on Twitter uh, were well, were fairly depressed. But um, we know that as Hastings fans after the Cray game, so um, mm-hmm. we will move on from there. So yeah, and then obviously our other side, a little common, a nice little victory there um, against the Hassocks. Uh, Lewis Hole and uh, Lewis Parsons got the goals. Uh, 146 there at the rec ground. Um, Nice team win. Yeah, was it their first league win, I believe? So, yeah, good to pick up pick up those first three points. So, uh, yeah, not, nice little crowd as well. Especially now that it's their first full season back at back at the wreck. You know, it'd be nice to for them to get a bit bit of money through the gate where they've been ground sharing over at Eastbourne for a few years. So, yeah, not a nice a nice uh, nice day all around for a little common there. Yeah, nice to see. Right, and uh, as you as you touched on, Leon. Um, tonight, uh, both Bexhill and Little Common are playing. We're recording this on Tuesday night. It's the Peter Bentley Cup, uh, the League Cup for people that don't know, uh, for, for this level. Uh, Bexhill playing in Uckfield tonight. So th- this Saturday, obviously, Bexhill will be still at Eastbourne. This is the last one before they go back to the Polgrove. AFC Uckfield, I mean, do you think they're, they're getting a couple of wins there, Bexhill? Or? Um, it was... Difficult to say, really, considering how the last few results have gone. You'd like to, yeah, you'd like to think it's just a blip for Bexhill and they can 
sort of get back hit the ground running. Right there. And then our other side, a little common, they're playing again in the obviously Pitt Bentley Cup and that's at home. Uh, the, on the Saturday, they'll be playing away to Crowborough. Crowborough could, could be a tough one. Uh, yeah, well, they, they're currently third third in the table and the well, playing away as well will be add to the toughness a bit. But a lot of us know too much about Crowborough where they've been playing in the playing more of the Kent teams the last few years. They're Bit of an unknown quantity at the minute, but okay. hopefully, hopefully, little common can go away and get some points. Yeah, that'd be nice. Right. So, moving on to Mid Sussex, um, Sedgwick Rangers managed to beat Battletown 1 0. I was thinking there was going to be tons of goals in this game, and as usual, I'm completely wrong. Uh, Ryan Edwards got the goal for Sedgwick, Robert Higgins got a, a yellow red card in the end, so they won it with 10 men against Battletown. It's again, it's a real struggle for Battletown this season, isn't it? Yeah. Even though I, I do believe I read somewhere that Battle thought they played quite well in this game, better than some of their previous games, but still still come away with a loss. But it's it's looking a bit more like a mountain to climb for Battle now because their next game is Holland Sports, I believe. They've, you know, they've been in this league a couple of seasons oh, now. Got, got dangerous yeah. players in their ranks, so... Well, it's going to be another another toughie for battle. Well, let's hope they can get those first points of the season. So then we move on to our other sides in the Mid-Sussex Prima. Massive game, uh, Westfield against Hollington. Uh, I managed to get to some of this game. It was a feisty affair. Obviously, Westfield really didn't turn up. Uh, I saw the first half, they really didn't turn up. And it was a bit of a shame. Um, I think the occasion was a bit too much for them. They were proper bossed by... Hollington, although if you do watch the highlights, which we will link in the uh, the YouTube here, could have been a penalty. I don't know. Have you seen those highlights yet, Leon? Yeah, I, I don't remember the, the penalty shout. The first thing is... The, oh, was it the first the first yeah. clip? Yeah. Oh. The first clip. And it was... Okay. It, too long ago for me to remember, obviously. Oh, it too long ago. Yeah. Just really good. Hollington looked good. They really do. They just didn't give them a chance. Uh, did a good press and... Just they completely dictated the game. Could have been a, a lot bigger. It's a real shame for Westfield, but you know, I th- you know, let's hope they can bounce back from that. I'm sure they will. Yeah, well, I I only saw the highlights, so can't go you know by what you saw. But I do. There was some dubious um, lino flagging for um, Hollington's. I think it's their third goal. I sort of noticed in the in the highlights and for um, Westfield's goal. I mean, if you're gonna you know score a consolation and. Oh, that was a beauty, wasn't it? One heck of a strike shot. I mean, it's a shame you can't celebrate it more considering you're already getting thumped. But I mean, to get a goal like that on camera, there's there's something at least for the guy. So Yeah, exactly. As I say, uh, Hollington could have scored a lot more. So we haven't even said the goals. So it was Danny Ellis, uh, Zachary McHenry, Bradley Pritchard, who was was excellent. Uh, Bradley, I remember him. He used to play for... Was he at Hastings at one point um, in the youths? I couldn't tell you. I've seen the name, but... I'm, I'm actually not too sure of that one. Okay. And uh, Paul Rogers got two. He was an absolute bully. Luke Woodley got the other goal for Hollington. And as you say, uh, it was uh, Alfie Simmons who got the goal for Westfield. Callum Smith, who was uh, was sent off just, just as the first half ended. Yeah, it was, as I say, it was a feisty affair. Um, <laughs> moving on. So for their fixtures upcoming, we've got, yeah, Hollington uh, at home to Balcombe. And Balcombe had a reasonable start to the season, but 
you can't see anything but uh, three points to Hollington, uh, can you? No, you can't really. No, I see Balcom just come off beating Ashurst Wood 4 0, so they might be a bit high in confidence. But I mean, I think Hollington are a completely different kettle of fish to, to Ashurst Wood. So, yeah, you wouldn't expect anything less than a win for, for Hollington. Yeah, uh, although the, the one toughie is uh, Rygate Priory. Uh, Westfield travel to Rygate Priory. That's, I think they, I think they do well to get a point there. Westfield. Um, what, what's your thoughts? Yeah, on that? they look like they've sort of come come up. You know, come up a league and have slotted right in, haven't they? They've just come off um, beating Ringmer four two. I mean, I, I yeah, I keep saying Ringmer one of the better teams in this league, but I, who who knows really? But I mean, yeah, still to come away from a four two win, they're going to be they're going to be buzzing. So. Yeah, like you say, I think it'd be another toughie for Westfield. Right, well, obviously, we hope we get there, get some points. So, let's we move on to the Sussex Football League and the Premier. And uh, first game we've got here is Crowhurst first against Westfield's reserves. So, uh, Dominic Clark and two goals from Wesley Tate, who also got the Man of the Match award. Convincing win for Crowhurst. So, then after that, we had Hawkehurst United firsts against Robert Robertsbridge United firsts. So the goals for Hawkehurst was Leon Fisher, Toby Lansdowne and Ollie Lawrence. Uh, Robertsbridge got a consolation, Charlie Howe. Move on to um, uh, Pummetstown first. We're playing Rytown first. And, uh, well, yeah, uh, Rytown first. And, uh, well, they won 4-0. George Gowett, Samuel H- Henham um, and uh, Jules Phillips got two off the bench uh, for a 4-0 victory. Very comfortable there from Rye Town. Moving down to Division One, uh, Battle Town reserves uh, tons of goals here. Battle Town, maybe some of the uh, Battle Town players for the reserves need to go go up to the first team. Um, Battle Town four, uh, Wadhurst United first four. Battle Town were four one up at half time through goals from Ryan Penny, Daniel Turner with two, and Cal Dakins. As I say, uh, magnificent comeback from Wadhurst. Uh, Charlie Bateman, Ryan Bateman, uh, Morgan Norris and Jack Pierman made that 4-4. So, a um, ton of goals there. Little Common played um, AFC Jesters first. Uh, Little Common lost 4-6. Ridiculous scoreline. Nathan Crabb got a goal. Charlie Chambers got two and the Man of the Match award. Sean Evans and two from Josh Harris. Uh, the little common goals were one from Nicholas Cox and a hat-trick from Nicholas Kavanagh. Well, it's just raining goals there. But... And then we move on, finally, in uh, Div 1 to uh, Junior Club Tuckaway First, played South Coast Atletico, and uh, Kale Haycos got the goal to win that game. Moving to Div 2. Pass and move seconds got uh, 1-1-0 against Sutherland Rangers. Reserves the goal from Zachary Bryant. Hollington Hollington United reserves uh, drew two two with Ninfield. Um, Taylor Beale and Jordan Woodley got the goals for Hollington, and Andy Hales and Jason Taylor got the goals for Ninfield. And we actually have Taylor. You, you uh, as kindly Leon uh, forwarded uh, the goal for Taylor Beale, and here it is. Good crowd up there though for that for that level. Yeah, level of football is always a good good crowd at Hollington, so yeah, they do love yeah. their football at the Gibbons, right? They do indeed. Uh, Pesh Hill won 2 1 against Who Firsts, 
Um, Jack Bendell got two in the second half. He also got a yellow, so he was a busy boy. And whose goal was from Jake Penn? Uh, finally, unfortunately, Leon, we're going to move on to Northium 75 first. Uh, played Icklesham casuals and well it was 4-0 unfortunately I think um, uh, Leon played in that game Justin Hemmings got one and there was a hat-trick for Joe Miller what what happened in that game Leon? Uh, we just went at the races really in all of them just a better size they're always a pretty solid side but they had one or two players that just had that bit more spark like that um, guy you meant uh, Joe Miller you mentioned got a hat-trick yeah. he was very good he Started, I'd say he started off fairly quiet, but once he got into the game, he was unstoppable at times and got a lovely couple of goals. But yeah, that that was the difference, really. We just never really turned up. They played more as a unit and had, had dangerous players in their in their, in their squad. So. Yeah, this is Joe Miller. Is he one to watch in your league or do you think he got a bit lucky? What, what, do, you, what do you reckon? Based on what I've seen, yeah, he's obviously a very good player. I mm. don't think I've... I don't think I've played. I've played against Norvium a few times over the years. I don't think I've ever played against this guy. But there was another lad as well who played in centre midfield. He was quite lively, and I was having to having to mark him, which weren't weren't fun. But <laughs> there you go. Long long season ahead. <laughs> game in it. So yeah, it's only one game. Yeah, and it, it was away. It was away anyway. So yeah, right. Okay, moving on to Div Three. Bexley AAC uh, managed to, to beat Mountfield United first. Uh, goals from Scott Oliver and Ronnie Gray won it for Bexhill. Uh, Paul Oliver scored for Mountfield. So you never know. There's a lot of Olivers there because of the family feud. Sovereign Saints won at home 5-2 against Catsfield. Goals from Nicholas Barden, Philip Broom and a hat-trick from Luke Magnan. Catsfield's goals were from Jacob Jones and Lewis Tobin. Ticehurst first won 4-1. At home at the Belfield against Rye Town. Uh, goals from Thomas Buckingham, Billy Farris, George Brown and Ben Sayer with a goal from uh, Barnaby Osborne for Rye Town. Crowhurst Reserves beat Westfield, Westfield's thirds 4-1. So a very comfortable victory. We had uh, Joe McCarthy got two and Ryan Harfey and Adam Howe got the goals both off the bench for Crowhurst. And Westfield's goal was from Lewis Bellamy. Uh, the last game in uh, Div 3, Borrington first beat Hastings Comets uh, 3-0. They won 3-0 and Tristan Hinds, uh, Sam Saunders and uh, Thomas Blyven came off the bench and scored to make it three uh, and they comfortably beat the Hastings Comets. Moving on to Div 4, Westfield Fourths uh, won 4-1 against Hastings Athletic. Uh, goals from Josh Bennett, Jack Hobden, Ashley Jamieson and Ruben Webb for Westfield with a goal from Joseph Simeon for Hastings Athletic. Made that 4-1. Three goals for Westfield in the second half. Battletown thirds won 2-0 against Burwash. Goals from Brandon Darch and uh, and Nathan Dolby, who also won the man of the match, made that 2-0 to Battletown. Hawkehurst United reserves played Roberts, Robertsbridge United reserves and it was 2-0 to Hawkehurst. Sam Sam Beanie and Peter Godden got the goals for Hawkehurst. Parson Move Thirds uh, beat Silverscombe Rangers Development uh, 3-1. Parson Move Thirds, uh, unfortunately, haven't put the goals up on the FA site or on Twitter, so I'm sorry about that. But um, Silverscombe's goal was from, from uh, Jimmy Hua. I hope I pronounced that right. <laughs> and finally, well, 4-4. 
uh, Tackaway Reserves uh, drew with Well Wellcroft Park Rangers Reserves. Uh, well, four four loads of goals. Jamie Pelling got a hat trick for Tackaway, and Ashley Newell got the other goal uh, for Wellfield. It was Benjamin Ackhurst with two, and George Jones with two. Any surprises up in there, Leon, or is it just beginning of the season? Just beginning of the season, really. I think with the Prem, I sort of said Crowhurst and Rye would win their games and I was a bit unsure of Roberts Bridge and Hawkehurst, but obviously Hawkehurst got the win there. And then other, other scores in there, really, is nothing that jumps out of me in particular. So my, my old team, Mountfield, lost as well, so at least I haven't made the at the minute, made the wrong choice, staying with Icklesham. <laughs> right, so yeah, we move on now to the, the Macron Challenge Cup. It's uh, just been announced. Fixtures have just been done. On your screens now is the fixtures for the upcoming week, beginning the 3rd of October. Remember, the winner of this, the fantastic £900 worth of kit. You know, it's, at this level, this is absolutely bloody valuable. I'm just looking at those fixtures, uh, the sides in there, Leon. Who's your sort of two or three people that you think is going to be in that final? Um, right Town. Yeah. I think out, out of all the teams in that competition, I think they're probably going to be the strongest. And then you'd sort of naturally have to go for the sort of teams in the Prem. Yeah, Hawkehurst Hall, normally, normally do quite well in, in cups. They could be they could be in the final. Possibly St. Leonard's Social. They finished thirds in the... East Sussex Prem last season, they're, they're normally pretty solid. I think there you go, there, there's, there's my three. There's the three. Okay. Yeah, and I think Rye Town, firm favourites to win that competition for me. Yeah, strong side. Right. Uh, one of the things we've got is with the ESFL, they've got a team of the week, and that is a mixture of uh, the Prem to Div 4 players, possibilities. And we're just looking at it now, Leon. You've got um, Parson Moves Zone Barden. Yeah, so we've got a back four of AFC Jesters, Will Baldry, uh, Rye Towns, Ben Banfield, Northiams, uh, John James, uh, Hollington's Jack Panther across the back four with a midfield four of Taylor Beale from Hollington, Tackleways, Darren Payne, Crowhurst's Wes Tate and Joe Miller for North Northiam with an up front of Little Commons, Mick Kavanagh and Charlie Howe for Robertsbridge. I think there'll be a few players who's got goals there that'll be a bit disappointed not making the team of the week. Don't you think, Neil? Yeah, then it's up to, up to their club to nominate them. If you want their names there, then more get get involved. Yeah, so this is on Twitter. Please, uh, fans, clubs, get involved, get your votes in. Uh, you know, it's a bit of fun. So it shows that I was definitely up against it having two of those players with my opponents on Saturday. So shows you what a tough game I had. Yeah. So, what were you? Were you defensive midfield? Um, sort of, just, just in midfields there, just there. <laughs> <laughs> neither, neither defensive or attacking. Oh, yeah. So, but just quickly before we go, who have your boys got next Saturday? Uh, we've got Bexhill Rovers at home. Okay. So, well, be a, should be a few there for that, but there. Yeah, be the normal man and his dog for the, the Eccleshire Massive there. So. Hopefully pick up first few first few points. So, yeah. Nice one. Well, listen, uh, Leon, thanks as ever. That was the week that was. Uh, see you next week. 
See you next week. To another goal fest with Tim's takes. Three games into the season for our Hastings United women's team, and it's three wins out of three now after we recorded a fantastic 12 0 win against the previously undefeated Montpellier Villa ladies team. The final score 12 0. If you watched the first half hour, you'd have thought this game was going to be really close. 
because it was nil-nil. Montpellier Villa had hit the post and well, it didn't look too bad. But we were creating lots of chances and our opposition team, you know, stuck to their principles. They insisted on playing out from the back. But, you know, once we scored our first goal through Claire Johnson, we, you know, there was only going to be one winner. And we ended up scoring seven in the first half, and another five in the second half. Sean Heather got th- three goals, got her hat-trick. Brooke Nicholson-Rogan scored three. She was player of the match. Claire Johnson added another one to her first opening goal. Um, Charlotte Kerr, who you know, is a very impressive midfield player, scored four. So it's 12-0. Looking at a league table after three games now, only two undefeated teams now. Ashford, who look to be our close rivals, they've won three, we've won three. We've got a much better goal difference at the moment. Out of the other results, are interesting to see Welling lost for the second time. So, yeah, it's a very good start to the season. And we're in the um, Women's FA Cup at home, I think, next Sunday. So that'll be one to look forward to. It certainly helped make up for that dismal cup performance at Cray Valley, which, if you're a Hastings United regular supporter and didn't go to Cray, you were lucky because it was dire. We never got in the game. Cray was so much better than us. It was embarrassing, really, considering they're in the league below. 3-0 was a fair reflection. Put me in a state of deep depression, which only just now just started to come out of after that uh, performance but um, hopefully we'll be back to something like our best for the men's team when we're at home next Saturday. All the best Tim.
over to Adam Smith from the Hastings United Independent Sports Club talking what's on. It gives me great pleasure as ever to have the wonderful Adam Smith, HUISC chair and the Twitter guru when it comes to match days on, uh, for Hastings United. Good afternoon, Adam. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. How are you? Oh, he's full of catchphrases. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good, chap. Obviously, we've got you on because there's a lot of activity on with the supporters club. So, crack straight into it. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's talk. Well, there's a few things. But firstly, Player of the Month. Let's talk about that. We've got the uh, awarding of the Player of the Month for August. Tell me a bit more about it, Smithy. Player of the Month for August. Throughout August, we have been asking for your votes. We've been at our new kiosk outside the pilot bar. We've also been doing it online. We've also allowed you to email us, message us, to get your vote in. And August is over. The winner is in for both the men and the women. And it will get the men's will get presented this Saturday on the pitch by one lucky fan getting to meet the winner, present the award. Lovely little photo with Scott White. Excellent stuff. So exciting time. It was well, certainly. So the the women's team's player of the month. Um, when's that going to be presented, Adam? That will get presented at the home match that we have on the Sunday the 18th. Oh, excellent stuff. So that again, that's another lucky fan that's won that. Again, uh, if you're part of the supporters club, one of the benefits of being a member is the opportunity to be involved with this presentation. So another thing to be be a member for. So that's the award for August. September's vote, it's it's going to be supporters club members only, so really another reason to join. One member, one vote. Adam, explain the deal for supporters club members for September. So one of the deals, one of the perks for supporters club members is the player of the month for September is your vote only. So whereas August we opened it up to all United fans, this month it's supporters club. So the, the little perk there you have your say on your player of the month we will obviously be at the ground at our kiosk that you can submit your vote or we're going to send out an email that you can reply to and submit your vote that way you've obviously got a supporters club number so once your vote's in your vote's in so once you've had your vote you've voted don't think that you have to vote after the first game Saturday if you leave it to the last game of the month that's absolutely fine So, just to reiterate, if you can't make the kiosk and vote there, you'll have an email where you could just respond to us and put your vote in through that. If you can't do that, you can go to our website, which is husupporters.club. So, there's multiple ways of doing it. So, get voting. Yeah, definitely. You will leave your, as Chris said, you'll leave your membership number to submit your vote, which will be on your membership card. And just a quick note on the membership cards. We are posting some out this week uh, for people that have requested that. And also, if you haven't picked it up, do see us when you turn up at the ground. Do see one of us at the kiosk and grab your membership card because we've still got quite a few that haven't been uh, grabbed off us. And of course, no membership card, no vote for player of the month, no deals at the bar, no deals on the coach. So you need that membership card to make the most of your, your sign-up for this year. Another thing coming up, uh, Adam, is the we've got this race night. Tell us more. Yeah, race night. Event number two on our little calendar for this year. We're um, 
Friday the 30th of September at the Pilot Bar. Doors open at 7pm for a 7.30 start. We have a fun race night. This is hosted by lifelong news fan Tim Reeves. Yes, it is horse racing, but if you're not into horse racing, you're not into gambling, don't let that put you off. I've seen this event run a couple of times. I've attended a couple also. And it's absolutely brilliant. You don't need to know anything about horse racing. You rock up, you pick your favourite looking horse, you stick a pound on it, stick two pounds, stick whatever you want on it, and then uh, half the winnings goes to you if you pick the right horse, and half will go into the supporters club that we can use to, to benefit you fans with further enjoyment throughout the season. Sounds um, <laughs> sounds a lot of fun, actually. Yeah, it, it's absolutely brilliant. I mean, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not up on the horse racing, wouldn't have a clue what to do, how to do it, Well, and, and obviously Tim's very good for a fundraiser. You know, he ended up raising was that ten grand, wasn't it, for the uh, St Michael's Hospice, the last. Ten grand uh, recently for St Michael's Hospice. Yes. Absolutely brilliant, and you know he, he does it this event and, and similar throughout the year. Absolutely brilliant fundraiser, top top guy. Yeah, no, top man, top man. There is other events, and one of those other events that is run very regularly, uh, and it's about getting yourself get your ass at out of the chair and getting yourself playing football with fellow fans and that's that's well that's run by Leon Pettit let's talk about the supporters club football yeah super Leon every month he uh, hires horn tie for us we have a little fan kick about again you don't even have to be out of walk it's fans having a kick about the whole point is getting everyone along having a laugh having a little bit of football. I mean, Leon puts us all to shame anyway. Yeah. And runs all around us. But we leave there, we've had a laugh, we've had a little bit of a run around, and we've all got our haters kicked on pretending to be the next Ben Pope. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if we can't, you can't kick the ball, then just kick one of us. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, certain uh, people do that anyway. <laughs> Mentally, like you say, the name is Mr. Labyrinth. Yeah, absolutely. We're trying to sell the supporters club a bit here. Try, try and get in contact with the supporters club. What's our Twitter? What's the Facebook? What's the email? Search on your socials for Hastings United ISC or just type in Hastings United Supporters Club. Twitter and Facebook are brilliant now. It, it flies up. They're really easy to find things if you just put in Hastings United Supporters Club. You've also got the email, which is info.huisc at gmail.com. You can get in contact with us that way or even just comment on any of our posts that you see online and uh, we get back to you and not only the events that we're doing we we want to do more for your for you fans probably any ideas you have any events you want us to do anything you want us to do anything you want to see happen on match days get in contact because we are here for you fans one other thing Adam let's talk about the stalls that are on where are they situated and what sort of times will people be there so you can chat to us on match days, one of us will be there from half past one. We are our little uh, kiosk is situated outside the pilot bar, so pop along and have a chat with us there. Or you know, you know myself, you know Chris, you know Adam Carter, you know Leon. You can pull us up anywhere around the ground. We're always stop have a chat with you and, and talk Hastings United and anything you want to. Really. Okay, great, great stuff, Adam. I'll see you on Saturday. See you at a game. Yeah. Thank you very much. Cheers, chap.
That's it for another week, Grassroots Football fans. Whichever game you're going to this Saturday, cheer your side on. As ever, if you want to get in contact with the show or have any suggestions or want to get in on our weekly roundtables, that email again is hufcpod at gmail.com or on the Twitter, which is at hufcpodcast. You can get this podcast on all major platforms, be it Google Podcasts, Audible, iTunes, Spotify or Amazon Music. And we have a jam-packed YouTube channel, chock-a-block, full of video interviews and episodes from the podcast. Please, please, please give it a look, a comment or a like, but definitely subscribe. It's all free. All that's left for me to say is, I've been your host Chris Laverick, hope you have a good week and see you at the game.